your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 470 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountain and the Ottawa Senators are in Calgary waiting. Just waiting for Thursday. We're all waiting, wishing, and hoping that this game does go on as planned up against the Flames. But another person waiting for their game to get started, Ross, is Tyler Boucher, as he is now in Ottawa with the 67s. We'll let you know when he could make his OHL debut. We're getting a return to the AHL for Philip Gustafson. Meanwhile, I'll ask Pilsy if that was the right move in a now-crowded Senator's crease. And... How do we forget this? Jake Sanderson has accepted an invitation to play at the Olympics. So stay tuned for all that. Plus, we've got a Send Central citizen all the way from Wales. We've got Karam on today's show. It's going to be a great one. Let's get to it. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. Today is Tuesday, January 11th at Pilsy. Was there any surprise for you that it was Philip Gustafson reassigned to the minors? Well, goalie-friendly show, so let's get right to the attendees, Ross. And not really. I think this was the right move for, for a number of reasons. First, let's start off with the fact that Philly franchise needs to play games. This guy hasn't played since the Islanders. He's barely played this season with Matt Murray up and down, Forsberg, in and out of COVID protocol. Even with those, he hasn't got that many games in. And this is this is your biggest goalie prospect. You need to get him playing in games, regardless of where they are. And I think Belleville's a good spot for him because now he's going to go down. He's going to be told, look, you're the starter. You're the number one. You're going to take on a lot of these games. And Ross, like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, this month of January for Belleville is absolutely critical because they're going up against almost all divisional rivals. And in the AHL, you got to beat your divisional rivals if you have a chance of making playoffs. So it's good to bring him down for reinforcements. And Belleville's playing a lot more games these days, hopefully, than the Ottawa Senators. So it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, and the Belleville Sens play 21 games in the next 46 days. So you can extend that busy schedule all the way through February 21 games in the next 46 games and that busy stretch starts tomorrow night in Toronto they've got a a 3 p.m start they've got a couple afternoon weird time games coming up so 3 p.m eastern on Wednesday in Toronto then they play Friday then they play Saturday and then they play Monday and that game's at noon on Monday in Syracuse the weekend matchups against the Rochester Americans. So tough tests, but I'm glad to see Philip Gustafson back. Doesn't need waivers either, so it's the easiest of the three, right? Let's go through it one by one. Matt Murray, well, you were just there. He spent four weeks in Belleville, and despite only playing in two games, he had that stinker. The whole team stunk against Toronto Maple Leafs on New Year's Day. So what would that say to his confidence in your confidence in him as an organization if you just put him right back to the minors afterwards 
I don't think you do that. He already and who does that serve, right? Like who who wins from sending Matt Murray down there? No one really. He already had one long flight by himself to get back to the minors, right? As he was reassigned when the team was in Anaheim. Imagine yeah. they did it again when they're out in Alberta. It's just not how you treat a veteran goalie. Give him a couple more chances, see what, how that goes. Whereas with Anton Forsberg, this guy's maybe your hottest trade commodity if he keeps up his hot play uh, through what he's put up five and one in his last six starts. So you're not going to put him on waivers and have nothing back when you lose him. So it's just a rational decision. But when you look at how little Gustafson's played, his last start, December 7th against the New York Islanders, he's only played two games since November. Yeah. So this is a guy who needs to get into the pipes. Would you wait until Friday, though, to make his return to Belleville? Yeah, I think maybe you give Sogard the start, uh, just give Gustafson a little time to get acclimated to being back down there in Belleville. And also, too, Ross, this is good because that was a lot for uh, two young goalies in Mando and Sogard to have to take over the crease in Belleville and be responsible night in and night out for uh, AHL team when they're so early into their pro careers themselves. So having Gus, a guy who's been there a couple seasons, who's used to the grind of the AHL, I think that'll help out a lot. And Another thing, Ross, is they could have done a different route since Anton Forsberg, and this is why he's such a hot trade commodity, he's like making less than $1 million. They could have put him on their taxi squad for the time being and kept Gus and Murray as a tandem there. But then you're running into the same problem here, right? Like Gus isn't going to get enough starts. Forsberg, your hot trade commodity, isn't going to get any starts. And then you're relying on Matt Murray to take over and be a number one goalie. I don't think anyone thinks that that is the correct move right now. So really sending Gus down to Belleville is, is the right move. And hopefully we see some more good Forsberg starts, boost his trade stock for the trade deadline. And hopefully we see Matt Murray at least get into a rhythm here. Like It's not even asking too much to just get in a couple games and don't get absolutely shelled. Just try to keep your team in, in the, in the game for a little while and be consistent here. That's what we're looking for. They've got a tough test up ahead, right? The Calgary Flames have been playing some great hockey this year. They had their own COVID issues a little while ago, so they've been playing a pretty sparing schedule as well. They've lost three in a row, but we'll have a full preview of that game coming up on tomorrow's show. We don't know much about the lineups. Again, we'll touch on that tomorrow. We also have Carson Latimer, who we have to wish a happy belated birthday, not only to Carson Latimer, but the K-Train. Tyler Clevin turned 20 yesterday. Lats just turned 19. So a couple uh, sends prospects born on the same day, just like Colin White and Thomas Shabbat later uh, this yeah. month, J- both born on uh, January 31st. Super strange. Um, I would, I don't even know what you'd call that. It's not coincidence. Uh, coincidence. Thank you, Pelzi. It's uh, not a coincidence, but it's more expected that Tyler Boucher has been assigned to the a to the OHL to the Ottawa 67s. And it just, it's so up in the air because the OHL, they keep pushing back when they want to make their return. But I just can't wait to see this guy. We keep going back and talking about him because the OHL is just tailor-made for what this guy's going to bring to the ice. So I'm excited and I'm hopeful, Pilsy. I'm hopeful that it's going to be this Friday that he makes his OHL debut. Yep, at home up against the Peterborough Peets. That would be great, especially since uh, Peterborough, they don't have Mason McTavish anymore, right? Correct. So that's a little uh, easier of a matchup, well, that's they, for sure. They just traded for your boy Chase Stillman, though. 
Oh, damn. Okay. Well, that's interesting then. You get a little uh, different mix in there. Although McTavish is a little bit ahead of Stillman. That's yes. that's for sure. But um, also, it's crazy for the 67s, Ross, to be able to bring in Tyler Boucher as he was selected 143rd in the OHL priority selection in uh, 2019. Obviously, that's because he had been committed to um, uh, college for years and it was expected he was going to stay there. But look at that value. Getting a, a 10th overall NHL draft pick that you selected, 143rd. They got to be pretty happy about that. Oh, yeah. And you see that time and time again where uh, stars who are going the college route. It's like, why not? Just take a flyer on them. And if they change their mind, then all of a sudden you got Tyler Boucher, hopefully in the top six. But again, when's the last time Tyler Boucher played? I feel like it's it's uh, 2020 all over again from that standpoint where it's like, these guys just have to play games no matter what. So let's keep our fingers crossed that the Peets are in Ottawa to take on the 67s on Friday night. And we do know that, although sparingly, he has been skating a little bit in Belleville, both on his own and with the baby Sens. So we'll touch on that on Monday. We might even have to get into it on the postcast, assuming that we're able to do one after each and every Sens game. You know we have the postcast right here. Unlocked on Senders. Pillsy's going to be boots on the ground in the peg. So we're going to get that Calgary game in together. And then we'll hit up the postcast afterwards before we make our pilgrimage to the Palace on the Prairies for a couple games of future Olympian Jake Sanderson. But we're going to get to that after. Let's uh, touch on a Sense Central citizen, Pillsy. Another great conversation with a Sense fan abroad. Yeah, we're crossing the pond again, heading to Wales, which uh, it's it always amazes me that there's so many fans over in uh, UK, over in Europe that are able to follow along with the NHL. And uh, he was saying games for him are like 1 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, right around there. So that's uh, that's a grind to stay up. And uh, then you're up till like 2, 3 in the morning. And then you got to start your work day the next day at a regular time. So definitely shout out all the Sens fans out there that are that are uh, hanging on and keeping their passion going. Yes, I'm excited to chat with Karam. But before yep. we do, we've got a word from one of our favorite sponsors. If you have a beard, you got to get Primal. Yeah, you heard that right. If you got beard, you have to get Primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you haven't heard the benefits of considering treating your beard with product. Well, let me tell you about Primal Origin Oils. It'll stop the itch and make your beard feel healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and have a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butters that are renowned as the best feel-in-beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rose hip and chia seed oils check out primaloriginoils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products use the promo code locked on for 20 percent discount at checkout it's a must have in the winter especially you know you get itchy scratchy you don't want that we know every company claims to have the best but primal origin oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in their beard products and You'll see, then feel the difference. Just remember, our promo code is locked on. That's promo code locked on, and it gets you a 20% discount at Primal Origin Oils 
Locked.com. So use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off. It's PrimalOriginOils.com. All right, here's this week's said Central Citizen. It's Karam. All right, we now welcome this week's Send Central Citizen once again going across the pond. We're welcoming on Karam. You can follow him on Twitter at double I Shadster. Karam, yep. what's going on, buddy? Welcome. Hi, well, thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure. Man, we've been going across the globe for this, yeah, eh, Pilsy? Yeah, we're, we're getting our air miles in virtually, <laughs> that's for sure. But, Graham, we love hearing that uh, there's still some Sens passion, no matter how far, what ocean you got to cross here and crossing the Atlantic, you're in Wales. Tell us a little bit about uh, about yourself, how you're a Sens fan, uh, when did you make your way over to Wales, because you're originally from the Ottawa area, yeah. right? So I grew up in the south, in Ottawa South, and uh, I went to school there and everything. Um, I sort of, my first ever memory of the Sens was uh, Spartacat actually came to my school. So nice. I remember that whole like like massive sort of party kind of thing, and uh, they were giving out tickets and stuff. But I never, I wasn't lucky enough to be honest. But um, you know, I remember watching what was it, the twenty, the Hamburglar run. Yeah, twenty fifteen. So, so that was amazing. And but before we in twenty thirteen, do you know the uh, the playoffs with the Canadians? Yes. With the massive brawl and the Griber hit and the whole lot. So I show people from around here when I you know they're into the hockey and they want to look at the fights i just show that's the first one yeah that's a good one to introduce how things go yeah we own them and not (laughs) yeah and then just tell them to youtube search brian mcgratton or chris neal and then you've got an entire catalog there yeah so what year was it that you moved over to wales so it was may of 2014 i left ottawa i was about 10 or 11 um i moved over to the uk so no fresh start be a bit closer to family and uh, been here since. Haven't been able to come back. Obviously, COVID sort of threw it into the mix last year as well. Well, past two years actually. But, but you know, I'm I'm here following the sends. You know, a couple of late nights because uh, if it's a 7 p.m. start in Ottawa, then it's a 12 a.m. start here. So, you know, we keep it going. Follow the playoffs when we were there. 2017 run was magical, but you know, not too much. Uh, magical at the moment but <laughs> i want to get into that afterwards yeah. but how important was if you moved in 2014 the next season was the hamburglar run like was yeah. that super important into being like man i'm i'm keeping this team even though yeah. i'm moving away so i moved here and then i then i was sort of i wasn't staying up too much at that time because i was a bit younger um but i remember watching it and i was like oh my god it was that was magical like that was crazy because what did he go it was something crazy his record was like 20 and what was it? I can't even remember it. It's crazy. I've got it on the top of my head. 21 and 2. And yeah. 2. That's the one. 21 and 2. Allowing like, an average of 6 goals on every 100 shots. 940 wow. save percentage. Insane. It's like that magical. And I will never forget when, uh, what was the Philadelphia game at the end? The last game of the, the year. Last game. That was and clutch. Stoner with the... Uh... Yeah. Steel snipe Sally takes yeah. it right off the defense and stick at the offensive blue line. And from there, you knew that, that the magic was really happening. And it the almost continued. Remember yeah. they lost the the game. I think they got an empty netter, but it was one nothing. And Pajot scored, but it was a a quick whistle, yeah. a Carey Price whistle. Uh, you get the refs involved there, tough. but yeah, well, man, exactly. twenty wins in twenty three games to make the playoffs on the last day, like unbelievable. That has How to many... be that has to be even like easily a top three memory for me. I've been following oh, the teams since like the nineties, so yeah. yeah, well, that's unbelievable and definitely something you can cling on to for the the leaner years afterwards. Oh yeah. I know I don't, you can't really see it, but I've got pictures. Well, 
above me in the blurred. So basically, I've got my Canada flag up here. If you can't really see, it's a bit blurred. I've got it's my Wales flag up here. Yeah, but right in the middle is just a bunch of pictures. Sends just pictures I printed off. So nice. I know one awesome. was the uh, the infamous five one down return comeback yes. against Toronto, and then the other one was and the other one's a picture of Carlson. You know, with the uh, in Parliament Hill. So okay, wow. nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah, with Parliament background. And then we'll see. The, and then they got one from the uh, 2017 playoffs. Nice. There you go. Which one from the playoffs? I think this There's some one. Epic photos. Oh, I, they're just basically hugging each other at the end. To be honest, nice. I don't know which game it was from, but it was a home game. I'm pretty Pilsy, sure it was the. Uh, go ahead. The New York game with. Puzzle. Oh yeah! <laughs> nice. Why not? Yeah. yeah. So you Huge. you got some good memories there. So now you moved to Wales. The Hamburglar run happens. You're sticking with it. Do you got buddies or family and friends that are also following the Sens, or it's uh, it's one a.m. in the morning and you're just making coffee for yourself and uh, <laughs> and watching the game on your own, or do you at least get to share it with some people? Bill, well, you could say he's on an island out there. Yes, oh, wow. you could yeah, say yeah, that. Literally, yes. Yeah, literally. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I've I've managed to sort of get some friends here. Oh, they're not really into the Sens. They just look at me and they're like. What are you doing? They, I remember my friend, two of my yeah. friends, they they just picked a team. So one picked Pittsburgh, ironically, in 2017. Interesting, yeah. Ironically, in 2017. And the other one picked yeah. Nashville. Okay. And then Who, who uh, Ottawa one, would have beaten if they beat Pittsburgh? Exactly, yeah. Final. Trust me, I watched the, uh, there's a video on YouTube. It's like a 40-minute video that goes through the whole of, of our play of the playoffs. Yeah. And oh, I can't nice. count how many times I've watched it. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. one goal away, that knuckle puck. It's like, it's hard to... <sighs> It's really hard for us, really. Yep. Hopefully, the well, the only way is up now, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's for look, sure. Yeah, <laughs> you got to look at all the prospects. Yeah. What are the reaction yeah. that you get from your friends when they you tell them you're a Sens fan and then they pull it up and it's like, wow, they've won like 50 games in the last four years. <laughs> I just I just tell them to wait. The thing is, what I mentioned is uh, obviously I sort of have a following of the hockey team, and you know I know ish the prospects and obviously who's in the nhl now right and they're all you know how young are it's one of the youngest teams in the league maybe hopefully yeah but yeah. um and so the only way is that they're only developing now and they're only you know mm-hmm. getting into their own games so i just say to them long story short just wait just wait because i got i'm hope i'm hopeful i got faith yeah you i'd got, say so. you have to and yeah. yeah then once they start winning you got to make the pilgrimage back to the ctc and oh get into a game what what do you think that that vibe or what's going to go through your mind the second that you walk into that arena because we know it's going to happen someday it's going to happen someday but i have no clue because it's something that you know eight years on i'm still dreaming of that since i left and i remember my memories in the uh canadian tire center i tell you three i think it was three games i went to we've not won one that i went to oh yeah so i was a bit of a bad luck charm i think so brandon and i are the opposite when we go to games together we're three and oh so oh, yeah. maybe we'll all have to go together and eat yeah, we'll I'll let you know when we're going even things yeah, out we'll there. have to try something like that to be honest with you but um one game it was my first ever game was against the kings i don't know okay. what year but we lost i remember that i remember leonard was in goal it's one of the only things i remember because i was quite young the other game i went to a habs game i think montreal won it in overtime and then the other one was a new york the rangers game and we got thrashed i think it was like oh. eight eight to something <laughs> it was one of those games and then my dad was just like i think the eighth goal went in he was like just let's just leave i'm not yeah i'm not i'm not dealing with the with the traffic to get out of canada because canada is it's a it is in the middle of nowhere they've yeah. like and we lived in the south so it was quite a quite the drive so he was just like let's go <laughs> yeah that's at that point it's fair to beat the traffic when uh, yeah. <laughs> eight eight goals have happened you're like yeah we're not really sticking around yeah, this for is, much, this is much more here but i was just trying to take it in there was just like the whole experience i will never forget it because i've got a picture somewhere 
but oh, I got my puck. You know, remember those puck hats that you can get? Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. the foam I've ones. Got, yeah, I've got nice. that hung up over there. It's it's not moved for years, but that's awesome. So that that game you went to against the uh, the Kings was that around Christmas time? I feel like it was. Yeah, yeah. I've got the game pulled up Ross right is here. on the case. S- yeah, Sens lost five two. Although Oof. they made it a game, they're down three nothing. They brought it back three two. You got uh, those ring back a couple of bells, yeah. Eric Carlson and Joe Corvo getting on the score sheet. Ooh, oh wow! For Corvo, the Ottawa that's, Senators, that's a name that I've not seen and not heard in a while, to be honest. No with doubt. You. <laughs> and I mean, you look at the roster from there. Lots of guys. Oh well, everybody's moved on, obviously. But when I'm looking at that roster, the the real question I have for you is: the last time you went to a Sens game outside of Eric Carlson, because I'm assuming that's going to be the answer. Who was the one player that you were most excited to go see? I don't know. I'm trying to think if it was. Uh, you got Bobby Ryan, Jason yeah. Spezza, Chris oh. Phillips on the team. Neeler was there. Milan yeah. McCulloch, uh, Clark I was gonna MacArthur. Say, I was going to say, uh, Chris Neal was definitely one that I'd love to see, just because you have like a, a sort of thing. Is he going to fight? Is he going to do something? Is he going to yeah. do this? Is he going to every do shift? That? Eh? Yeah, yeah, every shift. And um, obviously, outside Eric Carlson, I don't think I'm not sure. I'm just trying to think if Alfie was there at the time, but Alfie it, was someone who I obviously wanted to see massively yeah no that that would have been the year that he left way to bring yeah, up that memory I thought, yeah i was gonna say that's right around there so so to bring it to today's team then uh karam who are guys uh if you get a chance to come back to the ctc that you're stoked to see on today's team i'd love to see well to be honest just the top two lines i'm not even gonna lie it's just i can't really nail it down to one but like if i do have to nail it down to one it has to be chucky or jimmy to be honest those are, yeah. what, those are two players there's just no shade on you know batherson or uh or norris but i don't know i just something about them i just need to see for some reason yeah what was your reaction i know what ours was but the day brady signs that long-term deal on the same day that the season opens relief relief yes. that's the big one yeah it was big relief because you didn't know how long it was going to go on for yeah, especially because you know you hold the whole stigma around the Kachuks. It's quite like they are quite a they are together, so they're going to like pay me. back down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was getting to a point where like weeks up to the opening game, you're like, all right, when is he going to sign? And exactly, then it was getting yeah. to a point where panic was starting to settle in, and you're like, is yeah. he going to sign? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I remember going. So that was a big moment of relief. Yeah, definitely, that's the right way to describe it. I remember when he signed and I was trying, you know, I was, I'm obviously like really excited, um, but no one else understands why. So I remember. The, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. To explain. So I remember I got a notification <laughs> on my phone of his tweet. Cause you know, Chucky tweeted yeah. that, that tweet. The here we go. Everything yeah. off, the yeah. Joker, the Joker. Yeah. And that was it. I seen it and I was like, it's happening. It's happening. And then I seen <laughs> the, uh, the Senator's tweet and I was like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure I was in my mate's house at the time. And they were like, why are you, why is like all of a sudden you just sat there like that? And then all of a sudden you're just ecstatic. And I was like, we were just signed. And they had no clue because they don't know the magnitude of the player or anything like that. But it's like, that is a big, big sign. And when that happened, it was just. Do you, get weird, do you get weird looks in the UK when you're, when you're swearing at a guy named Tierney? Cause isn't he a pretty popular name out there as a footballer? It is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so they just get a bit confused, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? He doesn't do anything wrong. What yeah, do you he's, mean? Like, he's like, he's not on ice. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tierney, I mean, he scores goals like a soccer player. Doesn't use his yeah, hockey he stick. He just yeah. bounces it off of him or he kicks <laughs> it in. hundred percent. Hey, Karam, this has been fun. Last question I got is, um, well, we already talked about how you're staying up late. You're watching all the games, but what is going to make you happy watching this team for the rest of the year? We know it's not all about wins and losses. They're going to no. be playing a lot though. What are you hoping to see? for a sign of things to come here going forward. 
I'll be honest, one of the first things I want to see is just the goaltending sort of stabilize. Yeah. I'll be honest, that is one major factor that sort of, I don't know, we could, you know, the hamburger run happened, anything can happen. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Honestly. I'm not saying the Forsburgler, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the Forsburg, you can't forget about Forsburg. But um, goaltending will need to stabilize. And, you know, people finding their groove. Yeah. So people will find their groove, and then you'll know when the team sort of starts to click all of a sudden. And that's just once I see, you know, goaltending stabilized, couple wins, obviously wins are nice, but, yeah. you know, once they sort of gain the chemistry, then that's going to be amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? We can all kind of sense the pieces are there. It's just going to take a little time. And like you tell your mates uh, back where you are, just wait. So when you're telling that's them just wait and they're saying, okay, how long? How long do you think they're going to have to wait until the Senators are Stanley Cup contenders? Not like, not just making the playoffs, but when they're heading into the playoffs, you're like, that's a team that could go all the way. What year exactly. do you think that will finally be a possibility? Well, that's a good question. You don't know, because I feel like, you know, the pieces like Sanderson, Sanderson needs to come in. So I'll give it a good two, th- not two through two years, a couple years. It'll be 2025. Tw- you're, you're telling I'd your buddies to look at that. Yeah. yeah? All right. Well, all right. Because, when the 2017 playoffs happened, they knew I was following it and they yep. knew that, you know, we got close and then they just sort of, they went quiet, you know, after the whole thing, you know, I don't want to mention it again, but it's called yeah. cursed. And mm-hmm. we just sort of, you know, sort of, I don't know how else to put it, but we fell off a cliff pretty yeah. much. You know, we were quite up there, you know, we went on a magical run and then, yeah, you know, so then they're just like, what happened? Don't I'm talk. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. Don't wait. talk about it. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> Uh, final, final question. How'd you get Go a reverse it. retro jersey out overseas? How long did that take? Yeah. I need to hear the story. I remember it did take a while. I did say I did rob this off my my sister, but <laughs> it took it did take a while. It, this is a unfortunately it's a fanatics one. And I remember going on Twitter and asking, you know, what is the difference? I have no clue. But uh, I've still yet to order my own jersey. I don't. I'm I'm a fan of the reverse retro, but I I, I love the black. I, you gotta I, go black. You need yeah, one. Brand, yeah, I am jealous if you're such a jersey just back there. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> highly recommend. And uh, but, one, to be honest. but now that Brady has the C, it's hard to not get a Kachuk one with the C. Yeah. So I wouldn't blame you for going that route either. It's tempting. It's tempting. But yeah. they're, they're expensive. I know. It's not. They're yeah. not cheap. Like I think you know, just off the Ottawa team shop, I think yeah. just the shipping, just to ship over, ship overseas, is just an extra hundred Canadian. Oh, oh wow! Geez. So you're looking at like a four hundred dollar jersey. Yeah. yeah. So it is a bit gonna break the bank when I do do it. But I'm gonna press by press by soon. Yeah. Nice. Well, Love hey, it. or you just manage whenever the world gets a little more back to normal, you buy it at the arena yeah. and you get I'm your hoping, ass back to, to the CTC. I hope I can't wait for that day, but I'm hoping to come in uh, for Canada Day this year. Okay. Cool. Obviously, nice. a bit out of the hockey season. Stanley involved. Cup final might be still going <laughs> yeah. the way the season's working. Well, the postponed games will probably still be yeah, going at that time. Well, you but, get hyped uh, for the draft. The draft is the seventh. So there you yeah, go. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, seventh. I think seventh or eighth is when I'd fly out for my plan oh, okay. to come out. Okay. Yep. But um, the thing is, I'd want to obviously come for hockey season. And mm-hmm. I love the winter, winter stuff. And, you know, the canal. I miss the canal. Like, I remember going to the outdoor rinks and playing and all that kind of stuff. And, it is I'm homesick. It's like I say yeah, that. That's for sure. Fair. Man, well, we're excited. This is going to be a piece of home. So everyone go follow him. I, I, Shadster. Yeah. It'll make him feel a part of Sen's arm. We know it's, man, you Brits and, and I'm, you United Kingdomites. What do you yeah, call you it? Go. Like you're there in you Ottawa. Go. Anyways, man, you guys have a six cents following. There's a yeah. bunch of you guys. There is a right? couple of, yeah, there is a couple of us up and down. I know there's a guy in Scotland. There's a couple of ones scattered around and, uh, yeah, it's growing strong. You guys it's are representing. Strong. Yeah, yeah. Keep, 
keeping the uh, keeping the red going here. Well, keep it going all the way from Bangor in Wales. This is awesome, Karam. Really appreciate it. We'll keep interacting with you online and hope to do this again down the road. Of course. Anytime, guys. It's a pleasure. Stick taps to Karam for joining us. That was a great conversation. I'm always so intrigued at how the passion lives on. Once people leave the city of Ottawa, he mentioned as well that connection to your hometown. So great to have Karam on, eh, Pills? Oh, yeah. Like we said, we love having people from uh, across the planet on. And uh, great, great accent, too. You got to love that. And uh, he's a Sens fan through and through. So keep following along and keep cheering on the boys. I don't know if I'm going to recommend following along with your parlay of the day. We're going to introduce a new segment in our bet online read called Book It. But until then, Pilsy, let's book it with another one of your parlays. If people are going to follow or fade you, how would they go about getting 50% welcome bonus on their first deposit? 50% Ross? 50%. Ooh. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to head to betonline.ag. They're the trusted online sportsbook for the Locked On Podcast Network and the Locked On Senators Podcast. So head to betonline.ag today. Put in a new account. You can sign up for free. Log in, sign up, and use our promo code Locked On. That's going to get you a 50% welcome bonus like Ross mentioned. So how that works is you put $100 in your first deposit. They're going to welcome you with 50% of that. So $100, you get $50 in your free play account. And that money you can use to bet over-unders, props, money line, reverse puck line, NFL football playoffs are coming up. Get in on the action. That's what I'm talking about, guys. Get off the sidelines and get into the action. We're all cooped up at home, not much to do. Well, why not throw a couple shekels on the sports game you're watching and have a little fun along the way? So head to betonline.ag today, sign up and make your account and use our promo code Locked On to get your 50% welcome bonus it's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Pilsy. So it's official. Ian Mendez has spoken with Jake Sanderson, and the kid is going to the Olympic Games. That is all. Like, what a year for Jake Sanderson, eh? Like, lighting it up at UND, captain of the men's team in the World Juniors. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen, but... Ross, when one door closes, a window opens, and the door to the World Juniors closed, but the window to Beijing and being an Olympian was wide open for Jake Sanderson, and that's where he's going. Like To go from World Juniors captain of the Team USA to Team USA Olympian is something that probably will not happen very often. So what an amazing opportunity for Jake Sanderson. And like we said, from a selfish standpoint, we're pretty stoked about it because now it gives us a legitimate reason to tune into these games at all weird hours of the morning. <laughs> I think they're actually going to be more reasonable than you might think because the time zone okay. is so far away. I think it's going to be like 11 p.m. midnight. I don't understand time time, uh, time zones, so they throw me for a loop. We have enough trouble figuring out the one hour between yeah. <laughs> Winnipeg and, and uh, Ontario. But that being said, it'll be a huge opportunity. He said it was a very easy decision yeah i mean anytime you're asked to be an olympian and asked to represent your country that's usually something that you take with an honor and you're like yeah i'll i'll sign up for that that's for sure shout out at 613 underscore sports right as we're talking about they just tagged us in a tweet literally 50 seconds ago with his schedule and the eastern time 
that the games are at. So that's perfect. February 10th, first game for Jake Sanderson at the Olympics is against China. Oh, at 8, the home 10 team. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Okay. start. So that's great. Yeah, you love to see that. That's February 10th. Then the next night, he's playing at 11 p.m. against Canada. So that one, make sure you circle that twice. That'll be an exciting game. And then finishing off two days later against Germany at 8 a.m. So two 8 a.m. games, one 11 p.m. game. I think that's pretty reasonable. Oh, yeah, we'll make that work for sure. And that's, uh, hey, we'll take any content we can get. That's great content for us. So definitely cheering on Jake Sanderson. But still, we uh, we bleed red and white here, Ross. So Team Canada hopefully can come home with a gold medal. 100%. Silver will look good on him. He already has his gold yeah, from the exactly. World Juniors. Yeah. And he, this has been an up and down year. You said a great year for Jake Sanderson. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. But remember, he was supposed to go to the World Championships as well. But a paperwork issue got in the way yeah so now he's got another opportunity here with the senior men's team and they're gonna go for a quest over to beijing and i just think this is gonna be an awesome way for him to really play some high level high stress hockey where you got a gold medal on the line like say what you want about no nhlers but the competition level is certainly going to be as high as possible Absolutely. Yeah. And in 20 years, when Jake Sanderson's talking about going to the Olympics in Beijing, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be uh, arguing with him about the strength of competition or anything like that. It's, yeah. it's the Olympics. It's, and, and honestly, like, depending on how your argument of this goes, this is the way the Olympics should be. It's meant to uh, highlight amateur athletes, right? It's supposed to be the best amateur athletes. So, it really, it makes sense that he he's on his way there and uh, that he gets a chance to represent Team USA. So it's awesome. Speaking of the Olympics, Team Canada will announce its women's Olympic hockey team. And that's always an exciting yep. event at the, at the Olympic Games as well. I don't know if there's a more must-watch matchup than Canada versus USA in women's hockey. No, it's incredible. The rivalry they've had is one for the ages, and they always turn out good hockey games. Whether you're dialed into women's hockey or not, that's one you got to circle and you got to make sure it's appointment viewing. You have to, as will be the Ottawa Senators game against the Calgary Flames. Are you expecting them to come out rusty like they did on New Year's Day? They look like they've been having fun at practice. I am not expecting them to come out like they did New Year's Day, Ross, because it can't get much worse than that. So they can only go up from there. And uh, and now this is a healthy team too, right? Like there's no one left on COVID protocol now for the Sens. So you've got Josh Norris back. You've got Thomas Shabbat. Forsberg's back. So there's there's only positives here. But this is a really good Calgary team that has had some of the best goaltending in the entire league. So it's going to be tough to get goals on them. We need to finish the show discussing maybe the weirdest news story, at least in terms of Ottawa Senators news of the season. Now, Yahoo did a story behind the story of a Senators fan who now has a massive tattoo of Josh Norris's face on his stomach. Yes, those words, they're true. Yeah, this is a wild story. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw them? Did you know it was Josh Norris right away? I, I thought it was someone getting like a tattoo and it just happened to look like Josh Norris. And then with the digging, I was like, oh my God, that 
really is Josh Norris. <laughs> like that is that is insane that he went and did that. And uh, what was he? He just wanted a signed jersey, or what? What was he asking for in return for doing this? Like, what? Where's the motive? You have to go read this article. It's at Yahoo sports.com i'm pulling up on youtube that is a photo of mason cone <laughs> i love the grinch too <laughs> yeah i'm speechless at this so here's a rundown of the story after the game he you know he's he's trying to figure out what he wants to do i don't know if he's trying to fire up the boys but he dm'd josh norris on instagram and said if i get a life-size tattoo of your face on my stomach Can you send me an autographed jersey? And he got back to him like six hours later. He's probably just like, all right, right, I'll be nice to a fan here. Said, ha, absolutely. I need proof it's a real tattoo, though. Yeah, how's he going to prove it's real, though? I have no idea. But less than 24 hours later, the tattoo appointment was booked. I guess he proved it by there's there's an Instagram story while he's in the chair. Okay, well there so you go. He's getting the tattoo done, and he said he would send me the jersey and ask for my address. And I haven't heard back from him since, and I never got the jersey. Do you think that Norris owes him a jersey, or is it more like a restraining order that he owes? <laughs> yeah, if. If this hadn't already been agreed upon, then yeah, maybe call your lawyer, get a restraining order going on, uh, cease and desist maybe too. But they talked about it. They agreed to it. I mean, for Josh Norris, that's the least you can do for this guy who's uh, now got your face on his belly. And isn't isn't his belly button like the soul patch of yes. Josh Norris's face? That's it so is. Good. Um, where this story takes maybe its wildest turn, and yes, it could get more wild, he paid $1,000 American for that tattoo. Yeah, tattoos are expensive. I'm on a website right now staring at a signed Josh Norris jersey for $390. Oh, no. Yeah, that's uh, that's a bad business decision there. <laughs> so initially he posted this on Reddit under the, the title, Josh Norris owes me a jersey. Yeah, I I think you got somehow some way this guy needs a Josh Norris jersey. I mean, that is uh that is wild. They got to rally around this guy. He needs to be a mascot here. If you know Mason Colm, you need to put him in touch with us cuz we need to Yeah, ask let's get him on the show, questions. yeah. I need to ask this guy some questions. I love um somebody said, "Oh, this is a lesson for him." And Laleem's Marsh and our boy replied and said, "Uh, it doesn't really look like a big lessons guy." You <laughs> see he's got the tattoo of the Grinch with a cross. I mean, he's still head. waiting on a signed autograph Santa jersey from the the yeah. Grinch, so he hasn't learned his lesson here. Oh my God! What an uh, only the Ottawa Senators, eh, Pilsy? Like the the sickos are truly sickos. Yeah, and especially a sicko move like Ross. We talk about like when you're picking jer- names for the back of jerseys, you're like, ah, maybe I don't want to pick a name of guys not signed long term massive risk getting a tattoo life-size tattoo of a guy's face who is not signed long-term to the all centers like that is uh that is a risk so definitely yeah we got to talk to this guy that that's one hell of a story and josh norris great player great player great but wouldn't you get if it's a face on your belly like one of the faces of the franchise like either brady or or shabby no, he has already got a brady and uh shabby signed jersey so now he's gone for the norris one unbelievable mason if you're listening buddy we need to get you on the show we need to have a conversation yeah 
big time. Uh, for today, we say goodbye, though, because tomorrow we've got another busy show. We've got Carson Latimer joining us. We're going to get in more of, more of a preview to the Calgary game. Again, on the schedule right now. So I'm, I'm counting it for now that uh, they will play Thursday night in Alberta, but we'll get more into that tomorrow. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.